Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear this. Right. What is it? The true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam chowder. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me hear it. Good. Good morning, buddy. Slowick here with you this morning for two hours talking about fixing up and repairing your home. And uh, generally speaking, we're on a a whole bunch of stations on this network, but Ole Miss uh, football is taking over a lot. So we're only on a few stations, but um, very important to us, and I want to hear from you guys. You can call us anytime that you want because we're not going to have any guests today. So you can be the guest on the Handyman Show anytime you get a notion to. You call us at our our Super Talk call-in line is 888 808-8637, and our C Spire text line is 601-879-4395, and we're going to talk about repairing your home and taking care of your home, and I have some topics I want to discuss, and uh, we'll get Lance involved today. He's on the other side of the glass, and uh, we'll get him talking about some of the stuff that he's been involved with, and uh, I'm going to get Lance involved uh, pretty heavily during the uh, music segment, which uh, will be kind of a be fun, <laughs> and that doesn't come up till eleven o'clock. But until then, we're going to talk about taking care of your home and all of the things that go into taking care of your home and and building a house and buying a house and all that type of thing. Any questions you have? Hey, jump on the line. We want to hear from you. Find out what's going on. Also, keep in mind. Even though we are preempt from a lot of stations, you can pick us up streaming on any device that you have anywhere at all uh, and, and find out what's going on and listen to us or watch us. or you can even, Matter of fact, I'm watching us right now on the screen, and there's a, somehow it's a split screen. We have a, 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 a desk showing nobody sitting at it. <laughs> but that's just, that's just what we do here sometimes at Super Talk. We, we just pretend there's somebody sitting in there. <laughs> I can see Lance looking at his buttons right now trying to figure this thing out. I'll get this sooner or later. You will. I'm not worried about it. Um, all right. Handyman Show here at Super Talk Mississippi. I want to talk a little bit about a lot of people really struggle with uh, nuts and bolts. When you start trying to take some nuts off a particular thing, either rust or corrosion or, or just there's a lot of things that make it want to stay on there. And what you have to realize is a lot of the nuts and bolts or nuts, particularly that we use today on on everything, can be either metric or standard sizes. And Yes, that requires you to have two sets of sockets and two sets of wrenches, 
Or if you have a wrench that is a ratchet wrench, then you don't need two sets. The ratchet wrench can fit just about any size that goes in there pretty well. Ratchet wrenches are a pretty good deal. I like them pretty much. But I have two sets of wrenches and two sets of sockets for metric sizes and for uh, standard sizes. But the problem is a lot of people will try to take a nut off a lot of times with the wrong wrench using either a standard wrench on a metric a nut or vice versa and before it's over with end up stripping the nut off a little bit and so it's here you've got a problem where not only is it held in place by by corrosion and rust and and it's been there for many years and it's it's well there's a way to get that off and the best thing to do is to hit it with penetrating oil uh, a spray penetrating oil on it and the penetrating oil will actually seep inside and help a great deal loosen it let the penetrating oil sit there for a while and do its job and take care of you know breaking down the rust a little bit and then the best thing to do at that point in time is to take like a pair of vice grips and and vice grips will pretty much you can make them really tight on any kind of nut whether it's stripped or not and they work very well uh, I've used it a lot of times to take off loose nuts <laughs> loose nuts there's a lot of them running around here in super talk <laughs> loose nuts <laughs> they're all over the place but we're not going to talk about that right now <laughs> some of them are even on the air <laughs> no no um but but it's hard sometimes when you try to get a loose nut uh, off and things just aren't working so that's the penetrating oil is a great great product and it works really well in helping uh and and really does help remove nuts that are very set in place matter of fact if you have if you're aware of metric wrenches and standard wrenches and your your nut is still like oh caked on there with rust or caked on there with debris and just it's been on there for a long time before you even approach it with a correct sized wrench penetrating oil helps an awful lot makes it a whole lot easier and then once you get it off the thing to do if you haven't stripped anything the thing to do at that point is take some steel wool uh, and and clean the bolt off as best you can and clean the inside of the nut off as best you can and then spray some lubricant on there uh, WD-40 is a great cleaner I don't know if it's a great it's not a great lubricant it's really not it, it'll work it'll work as a lubricant for a little while but it's it's not really that good of a lubricant it's more of a cleaner than it is a lubricant but three-in-one oil a drop of three-in-one oil and just put it on the entire bolt and a drop of three-in-one oil on the nut and the thing will slip on there like crazy and work really well for you so that's really how you'd work a uh, getting a, 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 a tight nut off of something uh, and that, that works very well for you. So check it out. It works. Believe me, it does. You got the three-in-one oil and some gauze pads, and uh, you know that's the Chevy Chase, you know, uh, uh, Fletch. You know, and he's looking at the airplane. Give me some three-in-one oil and some gauze pads. And, like, what are you talking? It's ball bearings, everyone. It's always ball bearings. <laughs> yeah, uh, that three-in-one oil is pretty magical stuff. It's been around forever, and it's, it's just good stuff. It's just 
lubricates enough to get everything done that you need to get done, and, and you should always have some around the house. That 3-in-1 oil is really good. So I always have some around the house. At this point in time, I happen to be out of WD-40, but it's rare in my house when I'm out of that because <laughs> it's, it's a good product. WD-40 is not only good for I'm talking about light lubricant, not very much of a lubricant. But if you've got a, you've got like grease or grime or grit on your hand, WD-40 works great in cutting that and cutting through that. As I said, it works as a wonderful cleaner, and it can do the job for you. So check it out. What does the WD and the WD-40 mean? Do you know? I've never known the answer. Yeah. Um, what happened is somebody was trying to invent a uh, a device or a spray that actually dissipates water. And uh, so WD stands for, uh, you know, WD is a water displacement product. And, and the 40th time they tried to make this formula up is when they were successful. So WD stands for... Uh, I used to know, uh, and I did know just even five minutes ago until you asked the question. <laughs> yeah, water displacement is yeah, that's basically what, that... it is a water displacement type product. And that's what that's what WD basically stands for. I'm not sure WD is what that exactly means, but that's exactly what it does: water displacement. Uh, and, and that's really what it's meant to do. So it helps to get rid of all the moisture that may be collecting around any kind of area. So WD-40 works very well as far as that is concerned. And it works particularly well in getting water built up again because it, it defends against that as well. So WD-40 is good stuff. It really is. It's, it's just good to have around. It works very, very well. Well, here's a chore. I know somebody who's doing that probably has been this week and probably maybe next week into still doing it, and that's removing old tile from a, a bathroom wall. That can be a challenge because, one, it's a, it's a very labor-intensive, uh, and you've got to have the proper tools. And what are the proper tools? Well, you'll need a hammer. Now you say, well, I've got a claw hammer. That'll work, but it's really better to have like a a mallet hammer, and of course everybody's familiar with what a a mallet uh, a soft mallet wrench uh, uh, hammer is, but you take a, a regular hammer and make it into like a, a mallet or it is a mallet. You buy it that way, and it works so well. And then you have to have uh, a a, a chisel, a chisel with a flat edge on it, a flat end, and w with that chisel and that hammer, you pretty much can do most of the work by getting that off. Uh, and of course, at some point, you may need a, a heavier hammer, so you'll use a small sledgehammer, or that's if you have a mallet hammer, you won't need that. Now, there are power tools that can do this, and they make plenty of power tools that can actually get under the tile and work pretty well. Uh, now, most people don't have those. However, if you don't have a power tool of some type, and that is exactly what you want to use, most rental centers have them, and they will rent them to you. Uh, and, and if you explain to the people at the rental center that your intention is to remove tile from a wall, they will 
give you the device that can actually move the tile. And there's two or three types that really work really well. And the width of the end of the blade is very important. Uh, the wi- uh, you, know, you don't want to get it wider than one tile, but uh, get it one tile wide at least, which is about six inches maybe. And then it has to be pointed. Uh, and, and some are very sharp on the end, but that's what works so well. And they're hardened steel, so they work extremely well in removing tile. And removing tile is a nasty job. I mean, you're going to get dirty. You're going to you, so it's, it's a good idea, one, for sure, to wear some sort of dust mask and protect your goggle and protect your eyes with goggles. Because that's, and not a bad idea also to wear gloves because removing tile is a, is a nasty job. Uh, and But to get rid of the tile in the bathroom, then what you find out after all the tile is removed, that this tile was mounted years ago on a sheetrock product, which was probably green board at that time. And green board sheetrock was a sheetrock, or still is a sheetrock, that is put out that is water-resistant which is not to be confused with water repellent, because a water repellent means it won't absorb moisture at all. A green sheetrock will absorb moisture if enough moisture is put on there. It is water resistant, but that's only the paper face. That's not the core inside. So that needs to come off just as well. Don't use green board to go back. And that's not just uh, take it right down to the studs. Take that green board and just remove it, completely get it out of the way. Get rid of all of your nails that are all your screws that may be holding it in place and make it flat so your studs are correct, correctly flat again. And then go back with a fiber cement board. Uh, there's so many great products out there that are actually fiber. Hardy Plank is the one that really is well known because Hardy being a brand name. But that Hardy Plank backing for, for tile is wonderful because it's a cement board that does not absorb moisture. It will not decay. And it's a great backer for tile. It, I mean, when you put the mastic on there and you put your tile up on it, man, it's it's good product. It really is a good product. So you can r- remove your existing tile. Keep in mind it's a chore, uh, and it's not a bad idea if you'll put plastic over all the doorways, like particularly like if you're doing a bathroom. The last thing you want to do is be closed in that bathroom with all the dust and debris. So what you want to do is close the doors around it with with a, a plastic liner to keep the dust from going throughout the house. And also it's a good idea to uh, not let this dust get inside your air conditioning or heating unit. And so you might want to shut your vent off when you're doing that as well. Uh, and... You also might want to keep your bathroom fan on full-time because it helps remove some of the debris, 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 (laughs) debris, debris. (laughs) Why do I keep saying pre? It's not pre. It's debris. (laughs) you got to help me in times like that, Lance. (laughs) That's your job is make sure I speak right. You got some – that doesn't sound a little French this morning. (laughs) Yes. some French toast or Uh, French coffee. No, I didn't – I don't know. No, that wasn't French coffee in there. It wasn't. I haven't – I have 
nothing nothing French on me that I can think of right now, <laughs> including uh, I, I'm, I'm of a Polish descendant, uh, very much so. Uh, matter of fact, all of my grandparents were Polish immigrants. Uh, and I don't want to get political, and I won't, but they're legal, legal immigrants, <laughs> if you will. Uh, I, I guess we just don't see as much of that today as we did back in the day, because nowadays all you got to do is have to want to to be here. <laughs> you don't have to pass any kind of legal test at all. You can just walk through. <laughs> That's politics. We're not going to get into that. No way. Anyway, um, so removing that old tile is really important, but it's not really a bad thought. If that tile is in really good shape and you don't have any problems with it at all and there's no decay at the bottom where it meets the tub and it looks really good, just because the color is not of today's fashion doesn't mean it shouldn't still be used. If that tile is in good shape and the grout is in good shape, and your tile is okay, just because it's a, a pea green or something that doesn't fit in today's fashion doesn't mean that it shouldn't be left up there. And it doesn't mean that it can actually be a timepiece, so to speak. Uh, so my intention on good tile is to leave it up there. But if a tile needs to be removed, that's the way to do it with a, a mallet and a scraper of some sort. And they make great floor scrapers for removing all of the extra debris. If if you're taking tile off the floor, there's a lot of glue and a lot of these if you need to get up. We'll pick up on this when we come back. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to The Handyman at the MCEF Studios here in Jackson. And uh, we'll also tell you what the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation is all about. And uh, happy to have you listening. Uh, my name is Buddy Slark, Rock and Roll Eddie Man, going to be here until 12 o'clock making all kinds of noise. You keep on listening. Stay right here with us at Super Talk. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed Par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. 
You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is House Call for Health. The Food and Drug Administration is warning patients and doctors about unusual cancers found in some people with breast implants. The agency announcement coming after an in-depth routine review of several medical reports citing the discoveries of rare lymphomas and squamous cell carcinoma in the scar tissue that surrounds the implants. The FDA says there are roughly 50 reported cases of these types of cancers in people with both saline or silicone implants. Officials say these rare cases are not the same as previous reports of lymphomas linked to breast implants. Some of the symptoms include changes in skin appearance, swelling and pain. Regulators encourage people experiencing any symptoms or abnormal changes to report them through the FDA program MedWatch and to talk to their surgeon or health care provider. And for those who do have breast implants to monitor themselves for any issues. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Take a pause. Move over, corgis. Here come the Jack Russells. The corgis left behind by Queen Elizabeth are going to live with her son, Prince Andrew. King Charles and Camilla, Queen Consort, are bringing their dogs, Beth and Bluebell, to Buckingham Palace. They're little, feisty, and Hello Magazine says they're both rescue dogs that came from a London animal shelter. The Queen Consort told the BBC the dogs are great. However, she warned Bluebell's a little neurotic. And if you need to hug a therapy dog, you may want to head to Denver International Airport. The Guinness Book of World Records says Denver has the world's largest airport therapy animal program with 84 volunteer dogs and their humans. And of course, they're all over social media. Their main job is to stroll about the airport bringing tail wags, business cards, and free hugs to all they encounter. And couldn't all airports use more therapy right now? Take pause. Jill Nato, Fox News. If you will. No, you won't. Hey, Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy, and we're going to be here just 
We'd love to hear from you. Uh, text, if you like, at our C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. And uh, call, if you'd like, at uh, our Super Talk call-in line. That's 888-808-8637. want to hear from you. Finishing up on that, removing the tile from a bathroom. Um, of course, I've mentioned a couple times it's going to be a nasty project for sure. But at any rate, if you're removing tile from the floor, there's going to be a lot of glue and a lot of mastic residue left on the floor. But they make great floor uh, scrapers that are long-handled and will work to get that material up very easily uh, compared to what it would be like trying to get it up with a putty knife. Uh, You can do it, yeah, but good luck. Uh, You'll do much better off with a, a stiff, hard uh, wide, wide-lipped, wide-end uh, stripper, floor stripper, and it'll work very well in, in, in removing anything that's uh, left on there as far as glue and residue and even mastic. It works. It, it'll do the trick for you. So uh, that's just pretty much how that would be taken care of. So do that if you can. Hey, take a minute to tell you about uh, Rebel Ace Hardware, one of the better hardware stores in the sound of my voice, Rebel Ace Boy, they've been in business so long, and they do so well. Revel Ace Hardware, customer service is what they care about, and what they care about most is customer service. Not only that, but they've got all the stock that you'll ever need at the many locations here in central Mississippi, as well as their Outdoor Power Equipment Center, which is in Pearl, their main Outdoor Power Equipment Center. However, all of their stores have some power equipment in stock, and can either get you what you want delivered to their store from their power equipment center, or you can go to Pearl and you can buy, wow, you can buy everything. You can buy trailers. You can buy stuff to haul it with. You can buy, I'm talking about just tons and tons of stuff. Revel Ace Hardware. They really are the good people in the hardware business. And all of our sponsors here are all, then all go to Revel Ace Hardware and buy something or other. I go there a lot myself. Great store, good people, and uh, you'll be happy you went to Revel Ace Hardware. I was just over there last week picking up a skag, and you know they, the the sign said you know fourteen to twenty one days on return. I mean they got right back in a couple of days. Said hey, we'll have this thing knocked out in no time. Yeah. You know I mean it was way ahead of schedule. People sure. in and out of there. And uh, my advice, if you have anything that needs worked on, if it's a steel or a skag mower, get it over there. The fellows in Pearl are excellent, and they move quickly. Uh, they too. take care of business. They really do. Um, and. In this time and age, there's so many businesses that are struggling with not enough people on board, not uh, people out sick or vacations or whatever, uh, and generally speaking, working on anything mechanical. Uh, when you take it into the shop, whatever it is, whether it's an automobile or, or a lawnmower or whatever, a lot of places end up taking a lot more time than what they usually take to fix that because of the lack of uh, trained personnel, the lack of uh, being able to do that, or, or just downsizing a little bit because the economy is going crazy, uh, and so they're downsizing as much as they can, and by doing so, they're they're not as, they're, their turnaround is not quite as quick as it should be, so, but 
somehow that doesn't affect my friends at Revelation. <laughs> they can turn stuff around like in no time at all. They, they'll tell you a lead time, but uh, they'll generally beat that lead time, generally speaking. Good people. I enjoy, I enjoy and I appreciate your comment on that, Lance. Well, and I bet if we put him in charge of the water project in Jackson, <laughs> we'd probably be ahead of schedule at the moment. So, uh, you know, we might want to consider that. Yeah, really. Put in a bid. The water problem in Jackson is something. Um, I, I, on our crawl, on our Super Talk crawl, uh, right there in front of me, I see that uh, Deion Sanders is going to be on uh, 60 Minutes here Sunday night. And I'm sure the water crisis will be part of what he has to say because he has mentioned before that it's very hard to get a football team ready with the water situation that we have here in the city of Jackson. and. Such a shame. I did say months and months ago, uh, probably a month ago or so, I was saying, we have a great coalition of people that really want to solve the problem in Jackson, and it can be solved, and we can be a a really a model for the rest of the country of how to go about fixing the infrastructure if politics doesn't get in the way. Well, guess what? <laughs> yeah, well, politics, it's, it's, it's politics, folks. Well, and we, you know, this is a small state population-wise, but a hard-working state. If you, it really is. You know, you look at the global output of a whole economy, say, like Ukraine yeah. or Greece, and then you, you compare those economies with a state. Right. A, a state like Mississippi, and it's amazing the, the few people that live in this state as compared to countries or other largely populated states, how efficient Mississippi really is and yeah, and how, how good at what they do. Of course, we could get better. And as you say, when you get politics out of the way of things, efficiencies have a tendency to improve, not get worse. Right, right. And, and it's a shame that politics stands in the way of so many what would be really good move-ahead type things. Um, but and that's why we don't talk about politics here on the show for pretty much because I don't want to get into that at all. New, uh, new, 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 new. Hey, buying a flipped house. Not a bad thought. Uh, I'm not opposed to buying a flipped house, but there are certain there are certain criteria that I think is very, very important that you look at. If you're buying a flipped house and it's on a conventional foundation, I wouldn't even consider buying a house on a conventional foundation that's not encapsulated. I think encapsulation of a foundation, of a conventional foundation, is the key to the health of a home, to the health of your family, to the well-being of your home, and it can help so very much. So that would be the first thing I'd want to look at when buying a flipped house. Now, a lot of flipped houses are on slabs. That's okay. A slab is fine. Um, well, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, Yazoo Clay didn't get a hold of it and you don't have foundation problems. Uh, but most foundation problems on flipped houses have been fixed and taken care of, and uh, that really can help. So I, I think in, encapsulating the basement is, is an important thing, and it's something that, that you can get done. And, uh, and it should be a requirement in you buying a flipped home. When you go to look at it and you say to the folks, no, uh, I, I would love to buy this house, and I will buy this house, but not until the basement is encapsulated. And 
that may actually put you out of the play because it's going to be somebody else come along and buy that house the way it is. And uh, they'll wish that it was encapsulated before they get done. But your home, by encapsulating your foundation, your home is going to be much better, much healthier, and the air to breathe in that house is going to be much better for you to breathe all the time. It's, it's just a much better way to go. So that's just what I have to say about that. Hey, a lot of people think about changing a door, and um, they want to change an exterior door, and they just think about changing the door itself. But it's so much easier and so much better to replace a whole entire door unit, the frame, the casing, everything about it. Maybe not. The, maybe you can get away with keeping the casing, uh, but you have to be very careful taking the old casing off, uh, cutting the, the... There's a bead of caulking that should be running down the side of each side of the casing on the inside and also on the outside. All that should be cut first, and then as you remove the casing, all the nails or anything that's holding the casing up in place should be removed from the inside, not from the outside. Don't damage the finish any more than you have to. Uh, and then replacing a unit, it makes so much more sense to me than trying to replace a door because replacing a door, you end up with worrying about how are you going to route the hinges? How are you going to make the handle fit like it's supposed to fit and where it's supposed to fit? The lock set and, and the key and the deadbolt. Um, and it's very hard to make just replacing a door tight again to fit properly in an opening. It's it's very difficult to do. It can be done, and and, and there was a time when that was pretty much done regularly, uh, but. Not much anymore. It's easier nowadays to replace an entire unit. And the units today are available in a non-decaying type material so that you can put in a unit that won't decay like uh, the other one, like the older type will decay because the frames can be everything from a, a non-decaying type material to a PVC type material, which will never decay. And you can put PVC casing on the outside and a fiberglass door up if it's going outside. And it, it will just be withstand all of the elements very, very well. And it, of course, it will cost a little more. But the little more that we're talking about is is worth it because you won't have to worry about that door again in another five or ten years uh, where you have problems down there. So if you intend to stay in your house, uh, replacing an exterior door unit is is a pretty much an easy thing to do, and it's the right way to go about replacing units totally. So replacing a door only is really just just a hassle, and and not very many people are equipped to do that properly. And when I say equipped to do that properly, I mean you have to have a router to route your hinge uh, butts, and the measurements have to be just exactly right. Uh, and the door frame that it came from may not be plumb and square anymore, uh, and therefore it makes it more difficult yet to get it done. And you have to be very careful in doing that. So. Replacing a door unit, to me, makes more sense, and and that's just the way I would do it when I go look at doors and windows all the time, which, by the way, uh, that business has slowed down a pretty good bit. People are 
backing off of ordering uh you know a, a whole bunch of windows and doors right now because one they're expensive two they take the lead time on them is incredibly long <laughs> it is for doors and windows right now lead time is at least 12 weeks uh maybe if you're lucky a little better but 12 weeks is what they say and then if you get it in 14 or 16 you're doing really well so getting windows and doors is something that has slowed down a little bit uh and the price has gone up yes uh of course inflation affects every inflation affects everything uh and not so much the building of the product, but getting the product from the manufacturer to the wholesaler to you, there's so much cost involved in, in the delivery. I mean, it, you, what used to cost X amount of dollars delivered from one place to another now cost X times two or times three to get it to the same place. So, you know, that's things are just getting more expensive as they go. And... Of course, the rumors out there that gas is going to uh, really increase again. And nationwide, a lot of places are suffering higher prices, a lot higher than we are in this beautiful state of Mississippi. Uh, we're still buying gas relatively cheap, even though we've seen a somewhat of an increase here lately. But uh, gas can get pretty, pretty expensive in some places. Uh, and that's something you need to look out for because getting products – is more difficult and getting any product is going to be a little slower than getting most so uh, I, I, I'm really in favor of replacing a door and unit as opposed to just a door and uh, that's pretty much how I think also they do make like sash kits for windows and these are just kits that fit in where the existing frame is I before I would do that I would kind of look into replacing the entire unit because a sash kit is darn near going to cost you as much as a window unit itself. And so it makes sense to me to replace the entire window unit and save yourself some money. That will help a great deal. And uh, that's, you know, that's the little things we kind of talk about here in the Andy Man Show. And if you've got any questions, hey, jump on the text line or... Just give us a call. We want to hear from you at the MCEF Studios here in Jackson. Take a short break. Be right back. Don't you go away on Super Talk. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back as Ratchet Entertainment presents Blues Traveler and Government Mule live Saturday, October 22nd. We're talking when you talk to me this Friday. 
Traveler with Government Mule. Plus Bonneville. Tickets on sale now at twilightms.com for Government Mule, Blues Traveler, and Bonneville. Brought to you by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. If you're thinking about having a baby, something you should consider is that a baby's first year costs parents up to $16,000, according to a new study by Baby Center, which calculated costs based on a variety of items from childcare and formula to diapers, bibs, and clothing. The biggest expense during a baby's first year is childcare, which roughly costs around $6,500. Other big expenses include the cost of feeding a baby as well as baby gear. As far as Monthly cost on average baby formula cost around 183 bucks, clothing roughly $82, and disposable diapers $76. Another huge expense, the cost of a bigger house. Many families decide to move to a larger abode in anticipation on or after the birth of their child. And as you're planning your family, just consider that baby expenses on average take up to 27% of parents' total income. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. A lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they're not online. With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Weekly Rx with Dr. Nicole Sapphire. A new study from the Annals of Internal Medicine suggests drinking daily tea may be exactly what keeps the doctor away. The study looked at nearly 500,000 men and women in the UK over a 10-year span and found that people who drank two or more cups of tea each day were less likely to have died from cardiovascular disease, heart attack, and stroke. Numerous studies have shown that various teas can boost the immune system, decrease inflammation, and lessen cancer and heart disease risk. Green tea is often touted as the healthiest tea because it is the least processed and full of antioxidants. Also, with zero calories, tea is a great addition to a low-calorie diet. But be sure to avoid heavy milk and sugar because those additions can take away from the health benefit. For me, I like to add a little lemon to just give a little flavor in my daily tea. So before you go for the soda or some of these other beverages, try some tea. It just may save your life. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, Fox News. CEF Studios, buddy, your handyman here until 12 o'clock making all sorts of noise. 
about your house, my house, and whatever needs fixing around that place. Hey, you know, one of the best, strongest uh, building materials available is concrete, and it's been used for years and years and years. And concrete is very strong. Uh, it, it really to reinforce it, they use like rebar a lot of times in whether it's in vertical or horizontal application. Uh, some sort of metal in between really does reinforce concrete and keep it keeps it held together a pretty good bit. However, uh, a lot of slabs, which which are foundations, um, a lot of houses are built on slabs, and these slabs are put on. They really need to be put on solid, solid, solid ground. The ground needs to be prepared properly for them because, unfortunately, we live in a state where the, the, the soil is just it's, – it's not predictable. There's areas that are, that are clay and there's areas that are hard and there's it's, – it varies throughout the entire state and, and, and throughout even neighborhoods it varies. And some people can have foundation problems, and that's a matter of where the actual solid material that the concrete was laid on can actually sink a little bit, causing the concrete to sag. And concrete is not flexible. It, it can't sag that way. Therefore, it's going to crack and create a foundation problem. And that is the big foundation problem that we have here in Mississippi, is with sagging, uh, you know. It's, it's biblical that even a house that's built on a strong foundation is going to just be a lot stronger than a house that's built on sand. Well, building on Yazoo clay or some of the clay we have around here isn't really building on sand, but it's not very far from it. <laughs> it's like you, you've got to be careful because it's not going to be stable. Um, and, and some people are fortunate where they don't have that problem with their concrete slab at all. Others do seem to have that problem. And once they have that problem, it's just really a tough thing to make go away. But uh, concrete is one of the strongest building materials uh, that we we have. And it's being used lately more and more for actually constructing walls and people realizing that it's a stronger solution to a residential construction than actually a stick building a house, uh, which – and certainly I'm not black-eyeing stick building because there's a lot of stick building that goes on. and. I live in a stick-built house. I love them. I think they're great. Uh, they, they, they look wonderful. Uh, matter of fact, the house I grew up in, which was built in the 1800s sometimes, sometime, uh, was stick-built as well. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful home. I mean, they've really, well, wow, it's a historic site at this point in time. Yeah, Lance. Well, you're speaking of, you know, the durability of concrete, and I mean, all the uh, the the benefits of using it and how much you know it's advanced over the years and you go back and you go well, what was the predecessor to concrete well you have tabby you know yeah. you got the lime burned from oyster shells and ash and mixed with sand and water something that you know the u.s corps of engineers used from you know the 1800s and it's just you look at the materials and you see the you know how things advance and concrete as you said i mean you got concrete walls i right. mean you can just plug them up and make a house now it's like an erector set but you yeah. know, 
go back to two, three, four hundred years ago, they were making that stuff. <laughs> you, you know, just mixing it up and <laughs> making Adobe huts, basically. Yeah, so. and and the original Adobe huts were made out of mud and straw, <laughs> and that you know that that would wouldn't make, work here. <laughs> to human, uh, no, even a, a, a igloo wouldn't be tougher with uh, mud and straw, but it, it wouldn't have the strength or the durability that they have today. Concrete today is a good product; it really is, and it has come a long ways. With the, uh, but it's important. The pour is important. The amount of water that's put in is important. Uh, it's also important in the psi the. Uh, pounds per square inch that you you order you can order different strengths different levels of concrete and uh, there are different levels that are used for different things so concrete i think is a great product and while we're talking about concrete and slab foundations let me talk to you a little bit about atlas foundation uh, if you've got a concrete slab and you're having tr- trouble with it where it, some sagging is involved tony arpino with atlas foundation understands the soils in Mississippi. He did some study. He did his studying uh, with a a, a colonel from the Army engineers over in Vicksburg. He understands totally how the soils work, and he can fix your foundation very quickly, very easily, with little, little, uh, you know, without affecting your family at all. Uh, I come in with a, a small pickup truck, and two men carry all the equipment that's necessary and can actually fix your foundation just as it should be. Atlas Foundation, they really understand foundations and can help you a great deal. You call them at 800-256-1010. That's Atlas Foundation at 800 256 Ten ten, uh, Tony Arpino is. Uh, I-, I talked to him this week. As a matter of fact, he was going to be on the show this today, but uh, because we're there's so much football going on today, and we're we're not doing all the stations on the network that uh, my show is not. That we decided not to to wait until we're doing that again with all these shows, uh, all the all the stations involved, and. Uh, that's when Tony will be with us. He probably might be next week. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Right. I think the first time you and I physically met, I was coming in to do the baseball show, and we were having to, you know, bump a little bit. And you're like, "Man, you got my, you're getting some of my my time today." I'm like, "Oh my god, buddy, I'm so sorry. That's a bad way to get introduced to somebody, you know?" Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, and I'm blaming you yeah, too. Exactly. You're like, hey, man, what's going on here today? No, Lance. Let me tell you this, it's been going on for years, <laughs> and I understand it completely, and and actually have some respect for it, because I understand uh, how rabid some of the Ole Miss fans are, and some of the state fans are, and how they want to watch and listen to, or, you know, those games. Uh, it's very important to do that, particularly on the road, and they have nothing to watch, and they can only listen on the radio. Hey. Super Talk has that stuff for you. Oh, yeah, and I want to make that, too, because I, I get a lot of questions you see coming out. How do I listen to this game? And I want to go to TuneIn Radio and all that. You don't have to do any of that. Yeah. You know, we got plenty of stations, plenty of streaming, and you also have the actual visual now. You know, right. you got TV you can watch, so you yeah. can catch us any way you would like to. You can catch us any on any device at all throughout the entire state of Mississippi. We cover the whole entire state from the 
from the water of the Gulf to the right up to the Tennessee line, and we even bleed into Tennessee somewhat, and uh, get a lot of calls from Tennessee from time to time, and a lot of calls from uh, get a few calls from Alabama a little bit, but but we bleed into other areas as well. But uh, Super Talk does a great job in, in making sure the whole state is covered completely with their uh, signal. So you'll be hearing about it all the time. Hey, coming up on 11 o'clock, we've got the music segment coming up, and we've got something a little, di- a little different today because uh, I just thought it would be fun to do something different today. But that's just the way we're going to do it. And I'll also tell you in the next hour about what MCEF is all about. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. And what they're trying to do at this point in time may interest you. So if you're, uh, you have anything to do with the school department at all, whether you're a teacher or a counselor or whatever, hey, listen up. We've got something for you coming up. Be right back. Super Talk. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. As Ratchet Entertainment presents L King live Saturday, November 5th. L King with Cameron Marlowe. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. Don't miss L King with Cameron Marlowe in concert at Renaissance. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, Watkins Construction, Nukes, and First Commercial Bank. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at MSBOC. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A nine-year-old from North Carolina raising money for cancer makes today's Dean's List. Harper Harrell has been battling cancer and trying to bring awareness and money for the illness. Her Peace Out Cancer t-shirts have already raised tens of thousands of dollars for the V Foundation in support of others battling the same thing. Harper says she knows it's tough, but she wants to help others because living with this disease isn't easy and one small thing means a lot. She started learning about the foundation started by ESPN broadcaster and legendary basketball coach Jim Valvano, which benefits cancer research and programs. Shortly after beginning treatment, Harper began drawing in her notebook and created the Peace Out Cancer message with an illustration on a ribbon. She created the t-shirt and with her mom's help set up a campaign to sell the shirts, donating half the proceeds to the foundation and the other half to try and pay for her own medical expenses. Thank you, Harper, for sharing your story and your passion. Janice Dean, Fox News. News. 
I'm Tarrant McHugh. An unwanted surge of migrants from Venezuela prompts the Biden administration to resurrect the Title 42 public health order to try and keep them out of the country. The Biden administration effectively wants open borders. Effectively, they want that. And now it's totally, totally out of control. Even they have to do something. And so they're going back to policies that the last administration did, which were the last policies that worked. Louisiana GOP Senator Bill Cassidy on Fox. President Biden campaigns in Oregon today where there's a three-way battle for governor. The Republican in that contest says... Yeah, this year in particular, Oregonians really do have uh, distinct choices. They've got two Democrats on the ballot, uh, one from Portland and one from a more rural part of our state. And so they do have two choices there, and they've only got one choice that's real change for our state, one Republican on the ballot. Christine Drazen on Fox & Friends Weekend. America is listening to Fox News. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk, Mississippi News. In its final hearing before the midterms, the January 6th Select Committee unanimously voted to subpoena former President Donald Trump. Mississippi Congressman Benny Thompson is the panel's chair. He is the one person at the center of the story of what happened on January 6th. So we want to hear from him. The former president responded to the committee on Friday with a 14-page letter calling the bipartisan group a committee of highly partisan political hacks and thugs. The letter does not actually reveal whether or not Trump will comply with the subpoena. Rather, it chastises members of the committee for not taking a closer look at the 2020 election. And the future of the Cartoon Network has been thrown into question as the cable channel was recently gutted by corporate parent Warner Bros. Discovery. My husband and I want the best for our children. So when our son Tripp shared his interest in career and technical education, we panicked. Hard work, dirty jobs, low pay. That's what we thought until we got the facts. We discovered countless paths to success, not to mention the growth opportunities. I'm so glad we listened to Trip. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Mississippi, the place you call home is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people. The Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can. Each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3 on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious. So let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Mystic Ghost Boat Rides in Bay St. Louis has begun its one-hour haunted boat tours in time for Halloween. Jenny with Mystic Ghost Rides says that tours take place in the marshes of South Mississippi where attendees can listen to chilling stories of the state's history as night falls. We talk about the uh, La Fontaine which he fought in the War of 1812, and uh, he obtained all the land that we roll through the bayou on. Uh, and uh, through the War of 1812, he received land for compensation. So, and that's where our story begins, and then it, it just unfolds from there. She said it's normal for several groups to see paranormal activity each night. We do have four or five groups. Uh, every night that go out on the ride that do have some sort of experience, but I am a storyteller, and so I tell the story and the ghosts just seem to follow me. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Are customers able to find you online? With the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referral and repeat business. Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is House Call for Health. The Food and Drug Administration is warning patients and doctors about unusual cancers found in some people with breast implants. The agency announcement coming after an in-depth routine review of several medical reports citing the discoveries of rare lymphomas and squamous cell carcinoma in the scar tissue that surrounds the implants. The FDA says there are roughly 50 reported cases of these types of cancers in people with both saline or silicone implants. Officials say these rare cases are not the same as previous reports of lymphomas linked to breast implants. Some of the symptoms include changes in skin appearance, swelling, and pain. Regulators encourage people experiencing any symptoms or abnormal changes to report them through the FDA program MedWatch and to talk to their surgeon or healthcare provider. And for those who do have breast implants, to monitor themselves for any issues. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. Need some good news? I've got good news. Good things with Rebecca Turner. Your daily dose of good news. Good news. This afternoon at 2 on Super Talk Mississippi. Good news. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Hello? Anybody home? Dude, you gotta hear this. What? What is it? This true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England clam sugar. What I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful. Couldn't have said it better myself. It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Welcome back to the Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slowick. I'm going to be here until 12 o'clock making all kinds of noise. And this is the 11 o'clock hour, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about... uh, music because we generally do and uh, i thought today would be a great day to get lance involved a little bit in it because last week we were talking about music and uh, you brought up the name jerry garcia and i i think jerry garcia is a great great was a great talent uh and of course jerry garcia was very involved in grateful dead and a lot of people just have never really listened to the Grateful Dead, one, because the name puts them off and they don't understand what music is all about, but they did some amazing, amazing music. I mean, the Grateful Dead really did. When you listen to some songs they did, it just like, it'll, it'll just slap, blow you away. So how did you get introduced to uh, Jerry Garcia, uh, Lance? You know, like anybody, as you you move yourself into getting out of the parents house and you know in high school and going to college it was a it was a genre of music that i'd never really experienced before and right. 
I believe it was probably some of the jam bands of the early 90s that really, you know, their influence on me drove me to listen to the Grateful Dead. And sure. Originally, that you know, I found that the music, <laughs> I loved it, and I wasn't listening to CDs because that was not really what they were all about, was putting out, you know, a packaged product. They were more right. of a, a tour band and a, you know, yeah, for uh, sure. a stadium band and, at that time. And, uh, you know, Jerry was aging, and so... I remembered hearing, uh, um, I think it was Cumberland Blues. Yeah, and I went, "What? Hold on now! This, this, these guys play blues. The Grateful Dead. I've heard. You know, I don't know much about them, and and it, you know, as I listened, it, there were so many songs where it seemed like almost out of tune. You know, there was so many things going on. But as I continued going through the catalog and and experiencing that type of music, I, I realized that it wasn't out of tune. It was their, their fingerprint. It was the way they do things. And every show was different. And that, to me, really opened my eyes to um, not just the volume of music they put out, but the varying styles and genres that they mastered and and the skill sets they all brought to create this amazing band that all of them had side deals and side gigs and and were so successful doing those things. And it really, it just kind of pulled me in. And, and, you know, I've I've been an addict ever since. Well, I've I've always liked the Grateful Dead and Jerry Garcia and have gotten involved and been involved with them for a long time because I, I appreciate, again, what you said. Their music is like, is it out of tune? No, it's not out of tune. They're all playing, and it may be they are playing something different, but it all seems to be working. Right. And, and, and they found a way to do that. And there are some groups today that have taken over. Matter of fact, one of the things Jerry Garcia said before he, he passed was uh, somebody had asked him one time, what's going to happen after the Grateful Dead? And his answer was, oh, widespread panic. <laughs> yeah. And, do you know how many times I've seen widespread panic? <laughs> oh, I, I can't even count how many times. You but know. but he didn't know that he was talking about a group that was going to form called Widespread Panic right. at that time. Yeah, he was no, just making a statement. It's amazing, you know that it's almost foreshadowing. You know, yeah. I mean, he was such a a sage in his own right and, and a great um, a great artist. I grew up, you know, with a grandmother that was fairly well known and. Uh, in the art circles of Mississippi, and uh-huh. she passed fairly early. But uh, again, learning about how qualified as a real artist he is, you know, it, it was something that also just the many layers. It's like an onion; you just kind of keep peeling back, and it keeps going. And the core—I don't know if we really ever truly know what what all these guys we consider the Grateful Dead actually are. They're just so talented at so many different things that it really just blows my mind. Yeah, it really does. It's it's it's, it's great. Great, great, great stuff. Um, I've been listening to a lot of just kind of different music, if you will, lately. There's a, an artist called Jimmy LaFay, which uh, I don't know how many people have listened to Jimmy LaFay, but what got me interested in Jimmy LaFay is many years ago, the Left Bank did a song called Walk Away Renee, which to me just hit home. I liked it a lot. Uh, it really struck home, and it still does, even when I hear Walk Away Renee today. But he does a version of Walk Away Renee, which I had heard probably th- three times before I realized it wasn't somebody in the left bank redoing uh, an old song. It was Jimmy LaFay. And then I started listening to some more of Jimmy LaFay-type music. Very different, very nice. I enjoyed it very much. Also, another artist that probably isn't mainstream, 
but uh, is also worth a listen to is Zach Bryan. Uh, Zach Bryan is very good. It's it's really worth your listening, and it's really worth the time and effort that you take to listen to that kind of music. Uh, it, it just takes you to another place. And you mentioned something about uh, your, your grandmother, was it, that was a, a, a talented artist uh, pretty much in Mississippi. But when you look at the state, we're surrounded with people with just massive talent, uh, so much so that that talent has spread worldwide mm-hmm. and, and has been taken over by so many different people because of the talent that's right here in the state. And I guess that not only goes as far as music is concerned, but also art and also sports. It's amazing the talent that we have in this state. Oh, it is. And, you know, I, I was very fortunate quite a few years ago to get to know some of the older blues men that were still around and yeah. Top Perkins and Honey Boy Edwards. And yeah. it was a project that we were working on. And uh, I spent a lot of time in Clarksdale and yeah. and then Super Chicken, who is, uh, you know, kind of he makes his own guitars out of, you know, cigar boxes and, <laughs> yeah. and their art forms. They're, they're absolutely amazing. And, you know, th- that that's something that, you know, you look at. Uh, the diversity that you you have here in the state of Mississippi, and it's not just athletic talent. It's such right. a depth of artistic talent, it is. literary talent. Uh, somebody, you know, you look at Oxford, a place that has such a great literary history, and uh, so many great people have come through there, even sure. outside of Mississippi. You know, it's a place you have to visit because of that cultural history of writing and, you know, sc- you know scribbling something down that everybody loves. And, everybody, you know, Faulkner kind of set that up for us. You yeah, know? he but, really did. And there's still some, uh, <clears throat> there's a great radio program that comes out of Oxford every oh, once Oh, it's amazing, week. yeah. It's, it's a good show, it really is. It's a great time to go be <clears throat> at it, too, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it you, really and is. you can, you can be a part in the audience of that program. It's a great program, and it's been on for years, and it's just really, really worthless, and, and you really can get a feel for Mississippi. Mm-hmm. But uh, recently, Rolling Stone magazine released an article that speaks about Mississippi and the Delta and a great deal about some of the venues you can go to, and they mention a lot of the Del- uh, Delta venues and a lot of great places you can go to, but uh, they mentioned another place, they said another great place to hear some of that great Mississippi music is Dueling Hall. Oh, yeah. And I've been to Dueling Hall, I can't tell you how many times, and what they've done is they've taken an old school, <clears throat> which Dueling Hall was an old school, <clears throat> and turn the auditorium to where it has a state-of-the-art sound system, <clears throat> has a very good lighting system, and you can hear, I've heard some tremendous, tremendous groups there, just absolutely blown away by the talent of some of the people that have played there. And that's all due to a man named Arden Barnett. Arden. He, he has been uh, fast at it and doing amazing work for decades. Doing amazing work. And, and, and congratulations, Arden, on your, your being mentioned in Dueling Hall. And Dueling Hall is definitely one of the venues that people need to see in Mississippi and go to and be a, to be a part of the, the Mississippi scene. It really does help a great deal. So, uh, uh, I, I, I 
I will vote for Dueling Hall all day long, and I've been to a lot of other venues up in Columbus, and, and, and I'm in Columbia, up in, in the Delta, and a lot of those places, <clears throat> including Morgan Freeman's place and all those places. Yeah, and you know, it's, Morgan's <clears throat> place is great. He and Bill Luckett, they, you know, uh, built a great spot for us. I mean, you know, it's a mecca, but, you know, before Junior Kimbrough had passed, and Kimbrough's uh, juke joint up in North Mississippi was one of the coolest places. Uh, a real throwback to yeah. a different time. To a different time. And then, you, you know, you have a couple of guys that I wanted to mention that uh, some people may not, you know, know much about, but a guy named Mason Williams. I mean, he's 85 oh. years old. Mason is an amazing performer. And, and if you don't know much about him, and the reason I mention him is to mention the next guy named Ryland or Ry Cooter. Yeah. And, and these two <clears throat> guys are still alive. And right. amazing at what they do, but it's it's a good example of to me how how the dead played and how right. those you know they brought so many different disciplines of music together to make something in harmony and synchronize sure. that worked and and you hear these guys and I mean Ry Cooter in the '90s you know he starts experimenting with the sitar yeah. and, and such an accomplished slide guitar player and I mean the, it just gives you chills the yeah. movie Southern Comfort if you haven't watched it it's a good old '70s movie with Carradine and Powers Booth and some you know, uh, Fred Ward, but the music in it, it's just yeah. hypnotic. And and that, that's just, uh, to me, It's uh, if you don't know those guys, go check them out because there's something it's, else. It's really worth it. <clears throat> and music, a lot of the roots for music right here in the state, right here in the state. Uh, I won't say all the roots, but I'll say a lot of the roots. Uh, and it's still going on today and still you're able to come. My brother lives in Montana, <clears throat> and he wants to come down here so badly so that we can go visit some of the sites in Mississippi that are great to see and great to be a part of and really get a feel for that Mississippi culture. Uh, we talked last week a lot about bluegrass and in some of the upcoming shows I'm going to do a blues program and we'll have a pretty well-known blues artist at least their band members on board. Maybe I can get the blues artists to come with them, but we'll see. We're going to try. I'll try to get that. We'll we'll line it up here in the, in the near future. But that's coming up here in the future in our music segment. But uh, I enjoyed you. And again, congratulations to Arden Barnett for uh, Dueling Hall and and the things he's done. Amazing things with Dueling Hall. He really has. Now, I want to, one little side note in in talking about you know doing the blues show is you know those of you who are maybe not that familiar with the blues, especially Mississippi, is it's not just one form. Right. I mean, there's variety. Mm. You get up into the Northeast, into the Hill Country, and it's extremely hypnotic. Yeah, where you get down in the Delta, it's much more rhythmic, and you know, you, it's just such a unique um, genre of music that's much more diverse than just the old blues on you know the old uh you know the the, the few licks you do but uh yeah, but right. man i you know <clears throat> living up north mississippi for 20 years and and really getting into the north mississippi hill country blues uh was something that was again you, you you're never too old to learn and and right. find something that strums your heartstrings right and because and music will do that for sure so <clears throat> that's just pretty much what i wanted to talk about about music today and uh, <clears throat> why do I get this frog in my throat every day at about 11 o'clock? <clears throat> it happens. Who knows why? But at any rate, uh, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show. My name is Buddy Slowick. We're going to be here until 12 o'clock making all sorts of noise. Let's talk a little bit about MCEF. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Well, their whole 
drive and their whole force, and they've been doing it since 1996, is to make any Mississippian aware of the fact that in the construction industry, you can have a wonderful, wonderful career. And the president of MCEF is Brent Bean. And Brent is focusing right now on wanting to talk to very badly anybody that's involved in what what I call a PTA. Uh, And I was just informed by my daughter, who's a principal of one of the schools, said, we don't call it PTA anymore. (laughs) They call it, I don't know what they call it. But at any rate, it's the parent teachers. PTO now. Oh, is it? Which I told him, I said, that's paid time off. If you, you you know, that's not parent teacher organization, but hey, that's what they're going with now. Oh, well. Yeah, she's got, there's a strange name. But at any rate, if you're involved in any sort of PTA, uh, he wants to come and speak to you, you individually, and so that you can spread the word to your the students that you're involved with, or maybe you're a student counselor. Uh, he wants to talk to you. Uh, or maybe you have a group you want to put together of students with a student counseling. Well, just text. You can actually email Brent Bean, and you can, here's his email. I'll give you his email address, because he's looking for PTA members, counselors, uh, any school a member that would want to, and I'm talking about grade schools, high schools, and anybody who is interested in getting in the construction industry, well, he's going to tell you how, where to go to school, how to train for a particular industry. Uh, They do training at their own facilities as well, the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. But tech, you can email Brent at Brent at mcef.net. That's Brent at mcef.net. And uh, he'll be happy to talk to you about uh, setting something, and we'll come to you. It's not like you have to go to a special place and do a special arrangement. And it doesn't matter if, if there's one of you or six of you or or 300 of you. It doesn't matter. He wants to do a program for you and wants you to understand how to get these people involved in the construction industry. MCEF, the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. It's a great organization, and uh, I'm happy to have them as sponsors of this program, for sure. They are just are fantastic, and they do a great job. So get in touch with them. Again, Brent at mcef.net. You know, Brent, last time he was here was a couple weeks ago. He was talking about, you know, welding. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, if you look, and I've talked to quite a few, but, I mean, the the pay you can get for welding, which is a highly skilled, you know, job. But I mean, you know, 300,000 range for underwater. Yeah. You know, those those guys are busy, man. The Gulf's full of stuff that needs to be welded back together. For sure. So if you're looking for a high-paying job with a little fun and risk, you know, uh, welding could offer – uh, quite a bit of that. Well, he spent some time talking about their welding program and how their training program takes place, and they have simulators where you can actually, without getting near a, a, a blowtorch or something that can really put out a hot flame, you can actually practice with something pretty well and not do any damage to anything at all, uh, and learn learn product and learn very well. So, yeah, I think that's a great organization. Give them a call. Hey, you're listening to The Handyman Show. Uh, here on Super Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. And we're going to take a short break. We'll be back. Don't you go away. Uh, my name is Buddy. Be back. 
Twilight concerts at Renaissance are back. As Ratchet Entertainment presents L King live Saturday, November 5th. L King with Cameron Marlowe. Tickets are on sale now at twilightms.com. Don't miss L King with Cameron Marlowe in concert at Renaissance. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, Watkins Construction, Nukes, and First Commercial Bank. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work. Or in some cases, no work at all costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at MSBOC. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, where the news comes first. With live updates from Super Talk Mississippi News and Fox News every hour. Available on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Can you believe this guy? Who is this guy? It's Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, 10 till 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. I like this guy. Also on the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Take a pause. Move over, Corgis. Here come. <laughs> The Jack Russells, the corgis left behind by Queen Elizabeth, are going to live with her son, Prince Andrew. King Charles and Camilla, Queen Consort, are bringing their dogs, Beth and Bluebell, to Buckingham Palace. They're little, feisty, and Hello! magazine says they're both rescue dogs that came from a London animal shelter. The Queen Consort told the BBC the dogs are great. However, she warned Bluebell's a little neurotic. And if you need to hug a therapy dog, you may want to head to Denver International Airport. The Guinness Book of World Records says Denver has the world's largest airport therapy animal program with 84 volunteer dogs and their humans. And of course, they're all over social media. Their main job is to stroll about the airport bringing tail wags, business cards, and free hugs to all they encounter. And couldn't all airports use more therapy right now? Take pause. Jill Nato, Fox News. There's a ton of content from Super Talk Mississippi on our new YouTube channel. Just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. Be sure and subscribe for free to get the latest scoop on what's happening in Mississippi news, politics, sports, and the good things happening here in the state. Accurate information, in-depth analysis, and clear insight all in one place. The Gallo Radio Show with Paul Gallo. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. If you're thinking about having a baby, something you should consider is that a baby's first year costs parents up to $16,000, according to a new study by Baby Center, which calculated costs based on a variety of items from childcare and formula to diapers, bibs, and clothing. The biggest expense during a baby's first year is childcare, which roughly costs around $6,500. Other big expenses include the cost of feeding a baby as well as baby gear. As far as monthly cost on average baby formula cost around 183 bucks clothing roughly 82 dollars and disposable diapers 76 dollars another huge expense the cost of a bigger house many families decide to move to a larger abode in anticipation on or after the birth of their child and as you're planning your family just consider that baby expenses on average take up to 27 percent of parents total income saving you money hillary barsky fox news 
Shake it up, baby. Yeah. All right. Rock and Roll Handyman Show here at Super Talk Mississippi, the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy. Going to be here until uh, two more segments coming up. So give us a buzz or text us. Or our she's power text line is 601-879-4395. Well, I hear from you and what's going on in your life. Hey, I don't know if you heard in the news. I think it was this week, past week, or the week before. It may have been this past week. There was a carbon monoxide scare inside a nursing. Uh, I'm sorry, a uh, a, a, a kidney care, or, or, or however they take care of little. I've forgotten the words or where they take care of little kids. But at any rate, my whole point of that discussion is make sure if you have any sort of gas or propane or uh, oil heat type in the house that you have a carbon monoxide detector because carbon monoxide can be very very deadly uh, and it's tasteless it doesn't smell like anything at all uh, no smell whatsoever and yet it can it can cause death uh, so a carbon monoxide detector if you have one make sure it's working properly and uh, if you don't have one, get one. And besides that, make sure your smoke detector is working properly and have one properly. It's all a matter of protecting ourselves uh, against the, uh, uh, the event of uh, a catastrophe. And it can help us a whole lot. Uh, so it's very important that we have those detectors in place and working as they should be working. So check them out. Make sure they work properly. And don't be afraid to change them from time to time because they're not very expensive. They're sold everywhere. Uh, matter of fact, I think Revel Hardware has a special area of the store where they deal in nothing but uh, smoke detectors, carbon detectors, fire extinguishers, and all the things that are necessary to protect your home in the event of an emergency, including escape uh, ladders from upstairs and all sorts of things. Because upstairs, a two-story house is, is probably a little more dangerous than a, a one-story house because of the fact that who sleeps upstairs? Mostly the kids. Uh, and And who needs to get out? And who needs more guidance than anybody? Probably the kids. So, uh, you know, it's a good thing to have. All right. And that's important to do and take care of and make sure it gets done. with. Well, is your home ready for this colder weather coming our way? I understand this coming week it's supposed to get a little cooler yet. And it will continue to keep getting that way. And before you know it, we may have... uh, a week or two of winter, or maybe longer, who knows, but uh, it doesn't last very long around here. But uh, it's not the uh, the norm that we have to look out for. It's for the extremes that we have to look out for. That's why we need to make sure our pipes are wrapped, any sort of exposed piping, including PEX. A lot of people are under the impression that PEX may not need wrapping because it can expand a little more. Yes, it can expand a little more, but... If it's exposed to the elements, it should be wrapped because it will prevent it from breaking. A PEX can break with enough pressure is put on the inside by freezing water. And uh, sooner or later that will happen, and you want to make sure that's taken care of. Make sure all your uh, faucet bibs are ready to put on, and if you don't have them, go get them. They're very inexpensive styrofoam faucet bibs. They're insulating bibs, and they keep your outside faucets from freezing and uh, keep your pipes from freezing inside. How about your doors? 
Are they weather stripped properly? Are, are there areas where the, the air is just seeping in because one, it doesn't fit properly? So work on making it fit as properly as you can by uh, either longer screws in the hinges and pulling it tight against the jam or maybe uh, weather stripping or door bottoms and door sweeps, all very important keeping mother nature out. Also around your windows and uh, is an area where air infiltration is big time. It can happen many, and even with brand new windows, sometimes if they're not put in by today's standards, there's leakage, there's air leakage around them, and that air leakage can create problems and create energy problems. We want to try to keep our energy bills as, uh, you know, down as much as we can and work towards that goal. And the best way we can do that is by getting our house ready for winter. Do everything that's necessary to get your house ready for winter, including anywhere there may be air infiltration to stop that to stop air infiltration from getting into your home. That's the most important thing you can do uh, because it can really, that colder weather can create havoc because we're not accustomed to a whole lot of cold weather around here. And uh, we don't, we don't want to, we're not, we don't know how to deal with it as well. But when we have it, all of the plumbing companies are busy repairing broken pipes. And that's really the question I had. And it may be kind of a dumb sounding one, but you know, people water their yards regularly, got sure. the hose stretched out, and they roll it up. And, you know, you get a lot of water in there. So you get a f- good freeze. All of a sudden, your hose is frozen. And my question really pertains to, is that some is that dangerous for your water supply coming to where you twist your faucet, you know, where you turn on the water for your hose? If you keep – if there's frozen water in there and you go turn your hose on – does that create any pressure problems? Can it mess up the internal structure of your plumbing? Or is that just going to leak out right there at the handle and maybe you got to replace that fi- a fixed handle or something? I've seen two or three things in that situation happen where sometimes you turn on the, wa- the water with a frozen hose and the ice just pops out of the hose, just really nice and neat, round little circles pops up. But I've also seen where it will... I suggest that during this colder weather, we, one, disconnect our hose for sure from the bib, and two, drain it properly, just drain it just absolutely so there's no water left in it, and we do that by putting it on the ground and letting it drain, or even getting the hose out of the elements into the garage and hanging it on a hanger of some type, and then put the faucet bib on top of your faucet. That will help you so much in preventing any sort of situation, froze, uh, freezing hoses are really very, very dangerous and can really create a lot of problems in a home. And, and if you cannot get your hose off the bib, which yeah. I know is a common problem, probably it's been on there for four years and it's frozen up. Do you have any tricks that could help you know an average homeowner uh, disengage the bib from the hose? Because, man, I've seen a few. It, it would take a King Kong you yeah. know, to rip it off there. Well, the first thing I'd do is I'd hit it with some penetrating oil and let that oil seep in a little bit, and then I'd go at the... Uh, the attachment, which is a screw-on attachment, I would actually uh, put some uh, vice grips on it and, and gently move it gently towards the direction of coming off, and, and that will remove it. And then clean up the inside of your uh, the uh, 
the inside of your faucet as much, I mean, the inside of your hose connector as much as you can and the faucet bib uh, uh, threads as much as you can so that you know, the gunk stays on there and getting rid of it all can help a great deal. And then make sure you use your faucet bibs. They help so much in preventing the situations. And get rid of that hose. Don't let that hose hang out there all winter long and freeze up. And the worst thing you can do is you've got a hose and the faucet's dripping a little bit into the hose and you've got a nozzle, a shutoff nozzle on the end, and the hose just keeps getting water built up in it, and built up in it, and built up in it, and built up in it, uh, because it has no way to escape. It, create, it can create a leak at your faucet bib. It can create, it can actually break a hose. Uh, so that's kind of something you need to be careful of. That's why I really recommend a good idea is getting, getting rid of that hose, putting it up during the off seasons, uh, because we do have off seasons around here. Yes, uh, that can happen for sure. But uh, all the pipes that feed to your faucet bib will be well protected by insulating the outside of your faucet bib, uh, and that will protect you. Now, they do make faucet bibs today, in this day and age, that are frostproof. They won't freeze up. But they're not used very much, particularly in new construction. They're not. Uh, the builder won't spend the extra money to put those in. Uh, a lot of times they're not used in a lot of houses. So even if you have a relatively new house, it's a good thought to use uh, a faucet bib anyway. It really is. It helps a great deal. So that's that's something that works pretty well. Also, um, let's see. Oh, I'm going to talk a little bit about a dishwashing liquid. This is a product called Dawn. Dawn is just incredible stuff. It, it, it works so well, and it's used for so many different type things in, in cleaning. Dawn works very, very well in, in cleaning uh, scum off of tubs and cleaning uh, pots and pans. Dawn is a great all-purpose degreaser and cleaner as well. So I, I, I recommend Dawn. I know I recommend a lot of products, but Dawn is a very good dishwashing liquid, and it works quite well. And they wash, you know, birds after oil spills in that. So it has to be worthy of, yeah. of our kitchen and our, yeah. and our sinks. Uh, to me, it's a, it's a step above a lot of the clean liquids that are out there. And I have to admit that I don't always use Dawn, but I'll, I'll keep it around from time to time so I can use it for different purposes uh, because it is a great, great product and it works very well. So Dawn works. Make sure you use it. Yeah, use it the way it should be. All right. Um, well, let's talk a little about motor patch. You have uh, a brick wall. And you have uh, bricks running down the side of your wall with motor running in between. And you may have some small cracks in that motor. Now, those cracks can be uh, just settling of the house. Those cracks can be foundation problems, which need to be fixed, really need to be taken care of. And then those cracks in the motor need to be filled with a product called motor patch. Now, motor patch is sold in caulking tubes and works it's pretty easy to use uh and once you use it one time you get to really and it comes in different colors pretty much pretty much the color of your motor you can get it like that uh and it blends very well 
And once it's used, it's not always visible. Sometimes it is, but it's not always visible. But even if it is visible, it's still protecting your home the way it should be protected, protecting your bricks, protecting your interior uh, sheathing uh, behind the brick, and can help a great deal in doing that. So uh, mortar patch is important, and it's like any other uh, type of caulking. Uh, The more you use it, the better you get at it. Uh, Mortar patch is very, very important. Also, patching little cracks on your driveway. Oh, that's so important. That's so important. They make driveway patch in in many different colors. Uh, And they make self-leveling. A lot of them just say SL on them with a number. But that SL means self-leveling. And if you use a self-leveling driveway patch crack uh, fixer, it'll work. I mean, it'll do wonders. It'll do wonders. Yeah. Thanks. Well, and you know, and if, if that doesn't work, you can always call Tony, you know, at Atlas. That's and right. Come out there and straighten it up for you. Fix your foundation up. And we've used the, the concrete patch, our uh, our slab at Deer Camp, man. It, it looks like concrete patch. But, you know, <laughs> we get flooded every year, so the, the it, it just shifts. I mean, the whole base is moving around like, you know, an iceberg. Well, Lance, Deer Camps are different. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. And and uh, the deer hunters that stay in them most of the time are different as well. <laughs> they they uh they walk their own walk, if you will. Well, you got to love the woods. I, I mean, I love being out there. It's it's yeah. more project oriented. It, you know what you talk about on this show and, and so much knowledge and information. I can tell you I've listened to you for years and implement quite a bit whether it's on a duck blind or getting something fixed at the cabin but uh yeah the information you supply is extremely helpful small jobs medium large uh, i've found a lot of value in 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 your wisdom yeah well thank you i appreciate that a lot of people uh use that knowledge and information for their deer camps and their duck blinds and whatnot and fixing it all up and how do you do this and how do you do that and a lot of the same things that work in fixing up your home will fix up your deer camp and your duck blind just as well. Uh, and sometimes it's a little different. It just it's a matter of of what you what you plan on doing. Well, I'm am still trying to figure out how to mount the the toilet that I put in my my deer my duck blind last year. It, you know, it's just one of those. It's more of a an aesthetic piece that when you bring somebody out there, like man, you got a toilet. Does it have running water? No, no, it does not have running water. <laughs> but it is a toilet, a toilet in the duck blind, huh? Oh well, I guess people stay in duck blinds a pretty good while. Oh, de- I mean, when it's cold, yeah, you want you don't want to get out. And, and you know, we have a guy at our camp. He does a lot of uh, heavy equipment work, but he, you know, his the deer uh, stand he built about a year ago. I mean, he has uh, solar panels on it. it he's got a microwave. You got TV. He's got. I mean, it's amazing. And uh, it's just it's like a cabin, you know, mm-hmm. out in the woods. And when he goes out, he's not coming back, you know, to late afternoon. So he's morning to end, and got the coffee maker and everything out there. So. It's amazing. I guess in different parts of the country, Country, people do different things because up north, when the lakes freeze over and they go uh, uh, ice fishing, there's a lot of huts and, uh, that are built the same way with uh, solar panels and microwaves and have all the comforts of home in them. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactive 
perspectives, and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Who doesn't love a good laugh and free car advice? Well, it depends on the advice. Tune into Under the Hood, and you can have both. I'm Russ, along with Shannon and Chris, your hosts for two of the best hours you'll spend this week. We've been the Motor Medics since 1990, and we'll tackle any question you can throw at us. You don't have to be a car person to love Under the Hood. We've got something for everyone right here every week. Under the Hood, Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m., right here on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Supertalk Mississippi. Weekly Rx with Dr. Nicole Sapphire. A new study from the Annals of Internal Medicine suggests drinking daily tea may be exactly what keeps the doctor away. The study looked at nearly 500,000 men and women in the UK over a 10-year span and found that people who drank two or more cups of tea each day were less likely to have died from cardiovascular disease, heart attack, and stroke. Numerous studies have shown that various teas can boost the immune system, decrease inflammation, and lessen cancer and heart disease risk. Green tea is often touted as the healthiest tea because it is the least processed and full of antioxidants. Also, with zero calories, tea is a great addition to a low-calorie diet. But be sure to avoid heavy milk and sugar because those additions can take away from the health benefit. For me, I like to add a little lemon to just give a little flavor in my daily tea. So before you go for the soda or some of these other beverages, try some tea. It just may save your life. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, Fox News. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Supertalk Mississippi. The Dean's List with Janice Dean. A nine-year-old from North Carolina raising money for cancer makes today's Dean's List. Harper Harrell has been battling cancer and trying to bring awareness and money for the illness. Her Peace Out Cancer t-shirts have already raised tens of thousands of dollars for the V Foundation in support of others battling the same thing. Harper says she knows it's tough, but she wants to help others because living with this disease isn't easy and one small thing means a lot. She started learning about the foundation started by ESPN broadcaster and legendary basketball coach Jim Valvano, which benefits cancer research and programs. Shortly after beginning treatment, Harper began drawing in her notebook and created the Peace Out Cancer message with an illustration on a ribbon. She created the t-shirt and with her mom's help set up a campaign to sell the shirts, donating half the proceeds to the foundation and the other half to try and pay for her own medical expenses. Thank you, Harper, for sharing your story and your passion. Janice Dean, Fox News. Something that uh, I think somebody asked about, and I want to make sure we get get that taken care of. All right, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. 
and uh, we're going to continue with the Handyman Show in just a few minutes. Don't you go away. You're listening to Buddy Slowick on Super Talk Mississippi at the MCF Studios. Be right back. And we're uh, we, we've, we've had a little technical situation, but we're gonna <laughs> hey, those things happen, you know, with with so many electronics and buttons and gizmos and whatnot. Occasionally, we'll have a technical situation, and we 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 appear to be having one, but we got through it. We're here. Uh, my name is Buddy Slork, Mississippi's handyman. Going to be here until a few more minutes. Anyway, it's almost wow. Yeah, what? it flies by, doesn't it? it it's just it's. Phew. There it goes for another week. Oh, well, that's okay. Uh, next week, we are, we will not be preempt anywhere. We'll be on all stations, all the network. Uh, I found that out from our sports director. Uh, Dixon was telling me that just a little while ago. He said, next week, you're totally clear. <laughs> that means all 12 stations will be listening to the Handyman Show, and uh, you'll be welcome to join us at that point in time. However, uh, it's just as important if we're talking to one station or, or we're talking to one person or we're talking to 12 stations and who knows, 12 people, who knows? <laughs> it could be. Uh, it's important to me that we do uh, uh, we do proper diligence and get our, our show done as complete as we can and do the handyman stuff. Uh, also, I think it's time that we got uh, – there's been some builders, particular, particularly builders that I knew because I was an outside lumber salesman for a long time and I knew some of the builders around there still building today and building very fine houses and one of them has just recently been noted as a builder of the month which uh, and he's been building houses I know for 20 and 30 years builds a very nice house so I want to have somebody like that on board to talk about uh, building today and what to expect as far as interest rates and, and building mortgages. There's a lot of residential construction I see going on right now in a lot of different places. And I do scratch my head and wonder how in this environment can people build and successfully build a home and sell it. And yet it's happening. It's happening. People are doing it. But when you think back 
in the past when we've had inflation before and we faced it before where interest rates were outrageously high, houses were still selling. People were buying homes because buying a home is the American dream. It's, it's something that everybody wants to have is their own piece of property. Uh, I love mine. I just love being there. Uh, it, it's a place I, I, I enjoy very, very much. Um, I have deer playing in my backyard a lot. Here's a problem I have. I have this golden retriever, and she's just a wonderful dog. She's just the friendliest, but she barks at the deers just regularly. And I'm trying to get her not to bark at the deer, and yet I do want her to bark at critters that are in the backyard. <laughs> so there's a little line there where I guess I'm going to let her bark at the deer because uh, it does scare the deer away a little bit when then she barks because she's got a very loud bark, a very vicious-sounding bark, but I don't think she'd be very vicious uh, towards deer. I'm not sure, though. I'd like, her, I'd like her to be friends with those. I wonder if that could happen. Boy, that would take a trick on my part, wouldn't it? I, you know, I have a uh, about a two-year-old fox red uh, female lab, yeah. and uh, my girlfriend has two kind of mixes, and they have the shock collar on or the you know the alarm collar uh, invisifence. Right. And the deer love getting right on the other side of the invisifence, so the dogs kind of come up to the line and bark. Well, my female, she doesn't wear the the gear. And so she took off after the deer one morning, and they were right on the other side of the Invisifence, and she ran right up to it, and the deer weren't from me to you, you know, 20 feet away. Sure. They didn't budge because they thought she had a collar on, and she had never crossed over that line, so she just sat there staring at the deer, and they <laughs> stared at her, and it was the most precious thing because I really thought she was about to take off, and I was going to have to go a mile to catch her really? being a hunting dog. But no, she sat right there and just enjoyed the view, and those deer sat there and just watched her. And I was like, now that's amazing. I, I'm I'd, not I'd like that. to get my dog to that, but but my dog has a hunting instinct where she wants to just go after the. I'm afraid she'd go down the ditch and out into the woods, and I'd be. I'd be Never see her again. I, well, I'd see her, but it'd be a long time. But when she got hungry, she'd come home. <laughs> she knows where she lives for sure. But at any rate, uh, yeah, I enjoy having the deer in my backyard very, very much. Uh, it is. A, it's a great place to be. It's a great place to to enjoy but uh at any rate uh we do this show every saturday and we kick it off at 10 o'clock in the morning and run right up till 12 and talk about taking care of your home if you have suggestions about guests that we could have on board uh hey i would like to hear from you uh you can you can email me at my home address or you can get in touch with us here through the station uh, but my home address is b S-L-O-W-0-7 at AOL.com. And, uh, and by the way, I now have a contractor that works the Delta that can help out people that uh, I, I know in the past I've had a hard time finding somebody to do some really good work in the Delta that I have faith in. Well, I have faith in this company, so you can ask me those questions as well, and I'll give you that information. Uh, I'll give you the information of the person that I think is going to do a good job for you. So uh, that helps a great deal. And I know we're, right now we're talking to a lot of the people in the Delta, uh, or at least both of you. <laughs> Uh, oh well who knows Uh, it's hard to say who's listening and who's not Uh, sometimes a lot of people are up at a football game right now watching the thing just take place Uh, I I think it's hasn't it yeah it already kicked off didn't it Ole Miss 
I think it has. I think it kicked at 11. I'm not sure, but I think it has. But at any rate, uh, again, uh, each and every Saturday, we've been doing it for many, many years, and it's important uh, that, that people really you know, understand that taking care of their house is like probably the biggest investment they have. And we take care of our automobiles. We clean the windshield. We change the oil. We do all the things on those that is necessary. Well, we need to do the same with our home to keep our home in good shape and not let it get beyond repair. Uh, when something gets to the point where it's either beyond repair or or just prohibitively expensive to repair, that means that's a, that's a lack of attention, folks. And every home needs attention. Every home needs attention. And it demands that you spend, spend some time just thinking about it and working on it. And that's what we do here at Super Talk. We talk about taking care of your house. My name is Buddy Slowick, Rock and Roll Handyman, the MCEF Studios. Hey, get in touch with Brent, you uh, PTA people and you counselors and you grade school teachers. You want to talk about construction and how to get your students involved in construction education? Brent at MCEF.net. He'll tell you. He'll, he'll, he'll be happy to come to you and show you how. Thank you very much for listening. Talk to you next Saturday right here at Supertalk. We're on our way to Boston to get some clam chow. Bye-bye. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back as Ratchet Entertainment presents Blues Traveler and Government Mule live Saturday, October 22nd. Blues Traveler with Government Mule. Plus Bonneville. Tickets on sale now at twilightms.com for Government Mule, Blues Traveler, and Bonneville. Brought to you by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Visit Ridgeland, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi. And now on Amazon Alexa devices. This is House Call for Health. The Food and Drug Administration is warning patients and doctors about unusual cancers found in some people with breast implants. The agency announcement coming after an in-depth routine review of several medical reports citing the discoveries of rare lymphomas and squamous cell carcinoma in the scar tissue that surrounds the implants. The FDA says there are roughly 50 reported cases of these types of cancers in people with both saline or silicone implants. Officials say these rare cases are not the same as previous reports of lymphomas linked to breast implants. Some of the symptoms include changes in skin appearance, swelling and pain. Regulators encourage people experiencing any symptoms or abnormal changes to report them through the FDA program MedWatch and to talk to their surgeon or healthcare provider. And for those who do have breast implants to monitor themselves for any issues. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health, I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.